Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, good evening, sweet pleasure seekers. You just happened upon a show that's going to be about keeping it sexy in your 60s and beyond. Now, for some of you listening, you might be hearing that title and going, ew, gross, old people having sex. I'm like thinking, I know there's some of you out there thinking that. And I know there's some about you that would judge that people who are having sex in their 60s and beyond are a bunch of freaks. I get that. I get that you're probably judging that, some of you. And I also get that some of you are like going, well, if I am turning 60 ever, I hope that I'm still, still got it. I'm sure there's a lot of things rumbling around in your brains with this title about keeping it sexy in your 60s and beyond. I think you can look at people like Betty White who still have it and she's like 99 or something. (laughs) There are some people who they just got it. They got it no matter how old they've ever been, no matter what. And I don't know that it's really about, um, you know, having it all your life because sometimes, you know, you might have had sometimes in your life where you didn't feel so sexy and you ended up becoming more sexy the older you got. Your confidence changes and different things change. So your whole demeanor changes and that kind of invites a whole level of sexy back in. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, how to actually bring it on um, and invite the sexy if you've never felt it. And also to keep that sexy going if you felt it and you're like, why is the sexy still here? The whole title of the show actually inspired me, so I've written an article which will probably be up Inspired Choices in the next few days. I just have to, I wrote it really, really fast, So, um, and I wrote it really comically. So there might be some things I need to change because there, you know, sometimes when I write, stuff just flows and it, it's like crazy, so... I might keep it crazy, I I might edit it, we'll see what happens. But one of the things um, that I'd like to invite all of you to, um, as one of my things that I do in my life, in my regular daily life, is I work with people and I work with their bodies. I work with physical movement, I work with energy, and I work with some stuff called radionics um, that actually works with scalar waves to facilitate healing in bodies. And so I do a different number of different modalities to assist bodies to have more ease. And for me, ease includes pleasure. Kind of if you look at the word pleasure, there is like almost the word ease right in there, E-A-S, and then there's that other E at the end of pleasure. Anyway, there is. If you took some letters out of pleasure, you get the word ease. I know it. So just some things to consider. So I want to mention the body part because this is really what most people, when they think about sex, they think all about Bodies banging it together, penis and vagina, penis and anus, fingers and vagina. Like there's a lot of things going in things, and that's what most people think of sex. And uh, I'm just going to challenge you today to look at sex in a completely different way. 
because sex can be completely different. That was really cute. My husband just walked in the room, loshed up his arms and left. So he's keeping it sexy, but he's not 60 yet. He's getting there, but he's not quite 60. So so one of the things with our bodies, which reminds me, like he was loshing up his body. We call loshing is when you put lotion on and you loche it up. Um, So definitely looking after your body is one of the things that can help you keep it sexy in your 60s and beyond. Having Whether your body has experienced pain in the past or is experiencing pain at this time, you know, there's lots of ways that your body can keep it going, keep it sexy. So one of the things I want you to look at is, did you have the same body when you were five that you have now, however old you are? You know, whether you're, like, for example, I'm 44. I know some of the listeners are, like, 50, 60, 70. Who knows? Maybe I've even got people in their 90s listening. It's hard to say. But what I want you to look at is, did you have the same body even when you were born until now, when you were five till now, when you were 20 till now? And as much as, you know, you've always been you, your body has continually changed. And if you think of a body, and we've talked about this in some of the other shows, is like your body is kind of this amazing meat suit that we wear around. Pleasure, it's got like pleasure sensors. It's a pleasure sensor meat suit, basically, that we're wearing all the time. And if you're wearing this pleasure sensor meat suit for like, I don't know, 45, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years, that pleasure sensor meat suit might change its shape, its feelings, its sensory um, receivers might change as well. So if you were wearing a t-shirt, for example, from the time you were born till now, that t-shirt might not be uh, might not be as uh, thick, it might be worn out, it might have stains on it, there might be some issues with that. And you've been wearing this body for a really long time. And if you were wearing a shirt for a really long time, you wouldn't really judge it as oh, this thing is, like, not working for me, you would just go, okay, well, this shirt is, you know, 60 years old, so really, like, what what kind of expectations did I have about it being perfect? You probably wouldn't have an expectation about a T-shirt being, like, so-called perfect, brand new, looking brand new uh, after 60 years. So why on earth would you think your body would have to be perfect, so-called perfect, brand new after... 60 years it's forever changing and it's to work with your body as it changes and bodies are continually continually changing that's the beauty of it so even if there's pain that can change even if there's pleasure that changes even if there's all kinds of things that are going on all of it is mutable it all changes bodies are completely mutable um so which mean not mute as in going silent they're mutable as in they change all the time so that's one thing is to just look at the reality of you've been wearing this body for a long time, <laughs> you know, and your body changes. And no matter how old you are, it's not the same as your body was when you first got. And I kind of thought of it in terms of, like, my great-grandma, man, she was she was something else. My great-grandma, she died at 106. And at 95... Um, she was going to get new underwear. Well, she kind of needed new underwear, but she didn't actually end up being okay with the thought of new underwear because she thought that, you know, even... She thought the underwear was going to outlast her. She didn't think that she could even wear them out. So she wasn't even interested in new underwear. And I say that because it's interesting. So when she was 105, she moved into 
uh, a nursing home. So she lived on her own from the time her husband died in 1974 till 2001. She lived on her own, did her own thing, partied it up with ladies, uh, you know, auxiliary groups and all that jazz, went curling and did all this other stuff and traveled. Um, she had quite the life. And then at 105, moves into a nursing home and gets herself a boyfriend, a boyfriend in his 80s. And so here's my grandma with this, great-grandma with this younger dude, um, this woman who at the age of 95 didn't think she would outlive her underwear, picks a boyfriend at 105 and rocks it on until the day she dies. Now, I don't know what kind of action they were having, but they were certainly sweet together. They would hold hands and um, they were kind of like kissy face and half the time she didn't remember him, but he remembered her all the time and he would go and he would cuddle her while she slept and um, she wasn't like the touchiest, feeliest woman in the world, but she let him do it. She just put up with it. Um, I think it was like a, such a, <laughs> a sweet thing um, that she could have that. It was her very last boyfriend in the last year of her life. And uh, she had like a tenacity about her that was that was really like appealing to a lot of people. She was headstrong. She was um, motivated. She was a businesswoman. She looked after six kids. She she was a bit of a, a kick-ass in a lot of ways. And she was raised like she was born in 1896. So she actually lived through the 1800s, 1900s, and into the 2000s, which was pretty cool uh, and, and pretty unique, actually. So She's this pretty unique lady who here she was getting getting some loving in her older years. Now, I always wondered like what what is that? Like what is it for people at a certain age? Do they just go, Oh, whatever, I'll just take whatever man comes along but when I look at her, she really didn't. Um if she was dating, she was dating secretly because none of the family knew about it until she had this bow that she ended up with in the old age home, which was really, really cute. So so what what is it that old people do? Oh, let's peer into the lives of old people and <laughs> whatever that means. And guess what? We're old to the, you know, 15-year-olds and we're old, you know, to all my listeners who are like more than 20. You're old to somebody. <laughs> so what is it that those weird old people do? Um, guess what? It's not that different than what the young people do, but it can be slightly different. So let's not expect our bodies to operate exactly the same way they did, just like our shirts don't fit the same way and our body doesn't look the same way. It doesn't necessarily operate the same way either. And if we can take away the judgment of how we think it should operate or that we think that it has to operate the same way it did when it was 20, well, and not to say that it couldn't, but let's not put the pressure on it to say that it has to. Once you put the pressure on an expectation on that it has to operate the same way that it did 20 or 30 years ago, that judgment is actually going to be the killer of of all turn on. It's can that judgment can kill an erection, that judgment can dry up a vagina. Judgment it's not attractive. So let's not judge the bodies for how they're reacting to whatever stimulation is coming up. So, for example, guys out there, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, there's something called the angle of the dangle. And the angle of the dangle changes as you get older. Um, it's actually the way the penis has an erection. And when you're in your 20s, it could practically slap you in the belly button. And as you get older, it becomes more to the horizon. And then as you get older, it actually goes lower. And so your erection's not going to look the same. 
just physiological. That's how our that's how we have bought into what our bodies do. Now, I don't know that um, that's true necessarily, but it's something that we've been telling ourselves for a really long time that this is what happens. You get old and your sex diminishes is what we're told. So that's what we're told. Now, if that's true, then there wouldn't be uh, this outstanding number of people in in uh, retirement homes and in nursing homes that are having STDs. It's actually the growing number of STDs and STIs, so sexually transmitted diseases and sexually transmitted infections, are on the rise in nursing homes. We look at that and we're like, what? What are they doing? What are they up to in there? What kind of fun are they having? We can also look at that age range that's in there from, say, age 70 onward. And some of them were growing up during the 1960s when it was, you know, free love. And they weren't thinking about condoms then. They weren't thinking about STIs. They were just spreading them like love. Here's some gonorrhea for everybody. Here's some chlamydia for the whole world. They just spread spread sunshine and love and STIs around like crazy. And so they're not really thinking, it's not really in their reality that STIs are are a thing that needs to be dealt with and addressed. And because it is on such a rise in the in the um, elderly or we'll say anybody 60 and over community, it's on such a rise, I think there needs to be far more information about that before we jump into the pleasure. And that, um, that little part around um, health, I'm giving a shout out to one of my avid listeners because he actually informed me the other day. He's like, what's going on with your show? You keep talking about health and you keep bringing up disgusting things for like 20 minutes and then you finally talk about pleasure. He's like, it's practically disturbing, but I can't not listen. So, yes, I've been talking a lot about health lately and I've been bringing up things that I think we need to be aware of. Yes, you can have lots of pleasure, but you need to take care of the body. So, hygiene, awareness, and also looking after all of the things that would make sure that you are um, definitely not going to catch some STDs or STIs, so condoms and all kinds of stuff like that. We're not really so much worried about pregnancy, are we kids, but we are worried about the other things that get transmitted through, uh, through our body fluids. So just something to note. And even if you're younger, the other growing age range uh, for STIs is under the age of 25, from like 12 to 25, and then from like 60 to uh, like 100. So just something to be aware of. So we're going to leave that conversation there because we're actually going to head to a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some more things. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And if you're here, you're actually a pleasure seeker. So welcome, pleasure seekers. And we're going to be talking about keeping it sexy, 60s and beyond. And for some people, you might think that's really weird and strange and blah. And some of you might be like, really, is it possible? I I like that life. I like keep having some pleasure no matter what. And bodies change, right? So one of the things you can ask your body is body body what do you like now because you know what we sometimes assume that our bodies like what our bodies like 10 15 20 years ago and our bodies change so now is a great time to start asking what kind of new things your body would like to have fun with what would your body like to do so i'm going to give you guys permission to take penetration off the table just take it off the table and then we're gonna i know wasn't that like a what a relief it's like 5,000 tons of weight just got lifted Oh, okay, cool. And deep breathe and relax. Because you know what? You can actually relax into pleasure. So now that we've taken off the whole need for, you know, for your vajaj to get wet and for the Johnson to get stiff enough to penetrate, we're good. We're just going to take that off the table and we're going to find other ways to have fun. We're going to redefine sex for all of you who are listening. We're going to redefine what that means. Like, what if sex isn't just missionary anymore? might have been great and fun when you were in your 20s, and then maybe you've had some operations. Maybe you've had some other stuff going on. Maybe you'd like to try something different. So touch, in many ways, can be enticing, yummy, an invitation to pleasure, and it can be incredibly sensual and sexual. So let's start with something easy, like touch. Let's start with something that it may seem really easy, but may seem really difficult for some of you. I'm going to talk about touching yourself. So, I know the big the big M word, masturbation. Are you ready for 
that? Like, have you in your life masturbated? And for some of you, I know that you never have, and that's okay. So don't make yourself wrong about that. You might have been married for like 60 years. You might be, you know, like 80 years old, and you've had, you know, your boyfriend since you were like in high school, and he's the only person that's ever touched or your girlfriend, and they're the only people who have ever touched your genitals in your whole life. And that might be the only thing you've ever known, and you never made it okay to touch yourself. So if you need permission, I'm giving you permission. I give you permission to explore your own body first. Your body is different now. Your body is different than it was when you were 20. What is your body like now? So... Let's start with the whole concept of masturbation. If you've never done it before, it's something to kind of just, you can ease yourself into it, right? If it's really foreign and and obscure and it's like hard for you to even conceive of, I just dare you to get naked first and look at yourself in a mirror. Just get naked, explore your sexy body with whatever wrinkles or non-wrinkles you've got going on with whatever hair growth you have going on like it doesn't none of that matters i want you to just stand there and be with you be with your body and find those parts of your body that that you feel like really alive in and it could be you know it could be your neck that you feel really alive in it could be your legs that you feel really alive in it could be your arms that you feel really alive in but let's start with the part of you that you feel like it's okay to touch. And then I dare you to touch that. And then, so just touch it and be with your body. And then I dare you to actually, I dare you, a double dog dare you to use that same level of touch that maybe you've touched your arm or your belly with. And I double dog dare you to touch your genitals with that same level of touch. With no purpose, with no expectation, with no destination, just a touch, just like, what is that? Oh, curious. Hmm, that's cool. Never touched this in my whole life. That's curious. What is that? Hmm. So inviting yourself to actually become friends with your genitals again. Like, hi. Hi, Vijay, how's it going? Hi, my sweet pussy. What's going on? I haven't talked to you in, oh, this whole lifetime. How's it going? I'm so sorry I've ignored you. Um, have a little conversation with your body. It might be alarming to actually become friends with your body for the first time in your entire life. And it's okay. And, like, please don't make yourself wrong for touching yourself, and please don't make yourself wrong for not touching yourself. This is all about exploration. So if you're noticing little um, noises in your head, just stand, be present, take a deep breath, touch the part of your body that you're okay with again, like your tummy or your arms. Touch that again. Get back to yourself. Feel feel like you're centered. Feel like you're present. Breathe in again. And then go for the genitals again and see what that's like. So keep inviting yourself to test out those waters and check out what does it feel like and check out what those body parts feel like. And I bet you if you've been with a partner for a really, really long time, you might have not even explored each other's genitals really so much as you might have just been like, well, let's get her on. Like, you might not have had an exploration fun time happening. So I dare you to go check each other's genitals out. Yes, you might need your glasses on or not. You might need your hearing aid on to see when your partner is saying, stop it, it's too much. Whatever you need, just get yourself geared up and ready to rock and roll for some fun. So I suggest that you actually touch yourself first 
before you go and touch your partner and before you have your partner touch you. Because once you know your body, once you've stopped judging your body, your body can wake up. Your body can wake up and it can start to get turned on. And then you can turn yourself on and you can turn yourself on with your own thoughts. You can actually bring on orgasms with your own brain. So the whole body is like a sexual organ, but your brain is actually where orgasms live. And so what we're looking at is how you can bring your brain, even if you're having dementia, you can still use your brain for bringing some some pleasure back into your life because orgasms live in your brain and as long as you've got one you can still have you can still have pleasure even if you're losing it you could be having a completely different kind of pleasure so not to judge that so please explore your please explore your bodies just really enjoy the whole the whole new uh, the whole new way of feeling with your body the whole new relationship you have with it and start to ask it questions. Start to ask your body questions like, hmm, body, like heat or cold or wet or dry or what kind of touch would you like? And what kind of, would you like something with flavor? Or would you, you know, your body can really start to have a lot of fun. So one thing I do recommend, um, that especially for, for women, if you are um, going for some self-exploration and you're finding that you have like your whole vulva is like dry or if you feel like you know there's just nothing going on for you Um, and if you still feel that after your exploration um, and you don't feel any wetness coming in there's a few tricks of the trade that you can start to play with and some of them are um, there's a sipping method that you can use where your your vagina starts to do a sipping which is like it's like one of the ways to get it extra juicy and um, there's a woman named Saida Desolate, and she uses something called the jade egg method. Um, but it, it's, prior to even putting the jade egg into your body, there's a lot of becoming familiar with your body, becoming friends with your body again, and reconnecting with your femininity, and reconnecting with your sensuality, and reconnecting with your juiciness. And Saida's amazing at, um, she, when you buy her product, she actually has a package that you can get that you can, um, take some of her online classes, and she's got a book if you prefer that. So you can read through her information and get some tips and tools from her, which are amazing. I could do like an entire series on her work because it's phenomenal work. So um, playing with discovery of that and just knowing that you can use like sipping methods, you can use Kegel methods, you can even just add some lubrication that's um, water-based, preferably unscented, for sure, especially if you've had any irritation in the past. So using um, lubrication of any kind is great, especially for women if you've had any kind of uh, health issues in the past where you've been on medications or if you've had chemo or radiation or anything like that, your body um, will be responding to those chemicals still. So adding some lube, there's no shame to that. It's absolutely can be something that you can do with yourself first again so that you can become familiar with it so it's like second nature to you before you bring it into the bedroom your lube becomes like your other lover it's like a threesome with you your partner and your lube so you might want to become familiar with that other lover before you bring it into the bedroom with your partner i i also recommend that too if you're trying to play with toys if you're going to invite toys into the bedroom play with those toys first before you invite your partner in to play with them with you just so that you're familiar with them so you know what they do to you so you know what you like with them so that you're not like whoa what's happening 
and having a bit of a freak out. It's all about having you feel comfortable, confident, and turned on, right? So that's really the target here. So oh, I'm like, I'm talking fast. I'm talking real fast. So um, what we were talking about is basically like getting through getting through knowing your own body and yes, definitely touching your genitals, but also exploring all parts of your body that you may never have explored before. You might find that the nape of your neck is the biggest turn-on for being stroked than you ever imagined in your whole life. It might become hypersensitive. It might be an area that you never even liked having touched before, but now you do because your body's different. So when I ask, what does your body like now? I I really implore you to like explore all the things that you've even rejected in the past. Things that you might have been like, anal sex, no way. But now your body might be like, hell yeah, that's awesome. You never know. So I I totally invite you to explore all the things that you've been avoiding, all the things that you have rejected, um, because there's some aspect of it that either... Really, it's really getting to you, so it might actually be turning you on in some way. And not to judge it, it could be interesting. You might even start bringing out whips and feathers. You never know. There's like a whole level of play that can start to take place when penetration goes off the table as the number one um, target. Then this whole world opens up. So vanilla walks out the door, and everything else walks in. So that can be a lot of fun. And that can be a great time of life where you are just like busting loose with everything you can imagine because there's a whole new uh, new thing that needs to be explored because there's other things that are not working at the time or not quite available to you. So, all right, well, we're going to have a lot more conversation about things to invite into your life, ways to turn you on. I have a million questions for you to ask yourself and your body, so I hope you stay tuned. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And we are talking about Can It Sexy After 60? Pretty fun. Pretty fun stuff. It gives me a lot of hope and it gives me a lot of fun to speak about this because I know that I have listeners out there that are in the age range and that maybe sometimes you're like putting yourself down for not feeling like you're all the time up for it or whatever. And I want to speak particularly to the gents out there. So, gentlemen, you know, I know a lot of you think it's all about the erection and the value of the, you know, the value of how hard can it get, you know, the harder the better. Well, this want to let you know that's not always true. That's actually that's not even true. But for some for some women, their main target is in some partners too, like women and men. If you're um, in a homosexual relationship, their target might be penetration of sorts. But I know that for sure a lot of you gents out there have skills in other areas. I know that if you have 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years of skills behind you, chances are you have some practice that other people have never even got to touch on. You've got some practice and you've got some skills that other people have never even tapped into. Why? Because you have years of practice. And it's kind of like riding a bike. Like, I don't think you can ever drop those skills, you know. Um, I've been reading some articles about, um, there's something called the uh, Sexy Seniors. Um, it's called SeniorPlanet.org, and they have some articles on um, sex and all kinds of stuff and uh, different articles and different uh, references to different books for seniors on sex. So um, something to check out um, for everybody over 60 out there or even if you're 50 or even if you're 40. In your 40s, some of these issues might pertain to you as well. So you might find that it will be helpful to listen to some of the advice, some of the sage advice from the people on there. A lot of what the um, articles that I've been finding were talking about was reinventing relationships but also really about finding a way to connect with your lover, your partners in different ways. So whether it's date nights or playfulness or exploration or even some some parts of the articles were indicating maybe now's the time to go non-monogamy and check out polygamy and maybe now's the time to invite other people into your life, especially if you've been in a relationship for like 50 years and, and you don't even have jealousy uh, an element in your relationship anymore and you're just like you just want your partner to go out and have pleasure you're like yes go out enjoy yourself go get it on there might be no issue whatsoever you might have a completely different take on it than your younger counterparts for sure so i think that along with you know your abundance of of practice and skills over the years i think you guys you guys have it made actually i think you guys are in, in a whole 
uh, other category of like sexpertise that I I never even have tapped into yet in this lifetime. And I'm I'm kind of looking forward to being a sexy senior and tapping into my sexpertise. So kind of fun. And if, if you're like, wait a minute, I have no sexpertise, that's not true. Even if you've had uh, no lovers in your life, but you've touched yourself, you've got some sexpertise going on. So play with that. And what do you know about your body and what do you know about others' bodies? And definitely, like, checking out, you know, what what all these things mean to you. Like, what does sex mean to you? Does it have to be penetration? So one of the things I think that's key is about changing your mindset, changing your attitude, and changing your definition about sex so that you can actually keep the sexiness going way past your 60s. If you have a set idea of what sex is supposed to look like, if you have a set definition and a set attitude and a set mindset about what it is and how to approach it, um, you can't evolve with it the way that your body is evolving and changing. So... Find out what your what your true mindset is now. It might be different than what you had in your 20s. You know, you might have had the point of view in your 20s that no, 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 it's not okay to have partner sharing. And now you're like maybe in your 60s or something, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with that as long as we're like sharing a home and we can just continue sharing the bills and have our family and it's all good and they can go out and do their fun and no problem might have a completely different take on it because you've already enjoyed that person as much as you possibly thought you could. But you know what? Maybe you send your partner off into the wild blue yonder and they come back with some new talents and skills because every new lover is going to bring something new to your life. So why not, you know, go a little wild and have some fun with that? I'm not saying that's for everyone, but I'm saying it's an option to open up to. So... My my other question is, like, what can you choose that would allow your body to feel sexy all the time? So sexy isn't something that you just have to be when you're on a date or going out with your partner, your lover. It doesn't have to be like a timeline from 7 to 9 p.m. at night. I will be sexy. What can you choose to be walking, dripping sexy all the time? Betty White, that's all i got to say. She's wa- walking, drippy, sexy, like, all the time. And... Well, at least in my point of view, because she's hilarious, which makes her extra attractive. So I find people who are hilarious and intelligent, um, they already are like top marks sexy. So when when you look at what turns you on, uh, being around the, the people that turn you on, um, the bodies that turn you on, uh, whether it's intellect or the energy of the person that turns you on, just knowing that can help. So what can you choose to be the walking, dripping, oozing sex bomb that you truly be. And there are things you could choose. I know that for sure. And I also wonder, like, what would your body like to wear? A bunch of questions I'm going to get into. My other question is, in this lifetime, in this embodiment, did you ever have mind-blowing sex? Did you ever have sex that just, like, knocked your socks off and it left you, like, breathless and still maybe 50 years later you're still thinking about it? Hmm, right. Well, if you have, you can bring that energy into your current life, whether it's through fantasy and masturbation, but you can utilize that energy. It's not dead. It can be transmuted and utilized for many things, like to bring on the sexy, to it can also be utilized for healing, which is, I've talked about that on some shows, how to use sexual energy for healing. It can also be used just for the fun of it, right? 
how fun is it to have a just-for-you, just-for-fun moment in the sun where you're just thinking about the greatest mind-blowing sex you ever have. You know, you might have been like on the beaches of Tripoli or something and you just got it on with some crazy Italians and had an orgy. And you might be like, wow, that was like the greatest sex of all time. And that's all you can think about. Um, and every time you have sex, you're like, oh, remember the time in Tripoli with all the, who knows? I don't really know where I'm going with that thought, but I'm tapping into like the possibilities of people having a lot of fun. And if you've never had mind-blowing sex in your whole life, please don't judge yourself for it. You're still not dead. You can still have it. And there are ways to actually start to invite your body to it. But one of them is to actually get to know your body and what it likes first and foremost. It's not about other people um, you know, enticing your body and stuff. It's about you knowing your body first and foremost. So if you have had that mind-blowing sex, so I'd really like you to be aware of it, be aware of the memory of it, breathe those thoughts deep into your body. So take a deep breath in. Breathe in that orgasmic love, yum-yum, into like every cell of your body, especially into the parts that might have pain and the parts that might be annoyed, the parts that might be strained. Breathe those orgasmic thoughts into your body and being and invite them, invite those thoughts, invite those energies to contribute to you having way more fun now and in the future. So this is part of the article I wrote. I had a, I have a one-liner in here that even cracked me up. I wrote, even if you have a hip replacement, you can still walk like you own it. So my question is, what way would your body like to walk that turns you on? What way does your body like to move, you know? You could have a hip replacement and you can still be slick. Actually, when I was writing that, I had this, like, image in my head, a woman with a hip replacement, but she still has, like, her lipstick on and this, like, sexy dress for her and she's she's got like this coy smile and she's like flapping her hair behind her and she's all like foxied up and she's still pulling the energy and the men still find her attractive um i actually saw a woman on i think it was a youtube video that went viral as she was dancing and she was busting busting the moves at 90 well what a sex pot so there's no reason you can't have that too, no matter what age you are. It's about being present. It's about having your body be your friend. It's about not judging your body. So how much fun can you have with that? Like what way would your body like to walk and move? Even if you got a knee replacement or a hip replacement, you can still do it, kids. You can still do it. And here's another one. You know, I also think that there's something to be aware of is to not assume that all lovers should be like around your age range. So a lot of your friends, you know, they might be dying off or whatever. I look at my dad for an example for this. My dad is now 81, and most of my dad's girlfriends are 60-ish because most of the women that he knows his age have either died or are married and are looking after ailing husbands. And and trust me, my dad dives in like a vulture when those husbands die He's like the king of, he can like sniff out a dying husband and find his way to the wife and then dangle his way into their life and then uh, rescue the damsel in distress. It's one of his talents. <laughs> and so um, he will find women, but usually his women are like 20 years younger than him. And so, you know, and my dad's not suave, but he certainly has an attitude that for some reason the women like him. He's a know-it-all, and uh, for some reason there's a lot of women most 99% of them are Serbian. I think they like abuse, like my dad. So 
at any age, no matter what you're acting like, apparently you can attract people no matter what. So, um, so that one is like not to assume that your lovers have to be your age or even your sex. I wanted to throw that in because maybe now in your life you're like willing to explore all things chaos and crazy that you've never explored before. All those big asks, all those things you've avoided, all the things you thought were totally naughty. What if now, Mile, you're like 80 and you're like going, hmm, I'm really curious about having a homosexual affair. Well, rock on. High five to all of you who are even willing to think that. And high five to any of you who are acting on it. And high five to all of you who have already explored it, especially if you've been judged for it your whole life. Like high five to exploring your sexuality and high five to like choosing something that's out of the norm that just for the sake of fun and pleasure, you're choosing it. Like, I love that. And I I, I don't know that a lot of people are exploring that. I haven't actually um, done a lot of research on people in their, you know, 60 and above coming out of the closet or um, switching teams or even just exploring all of those different realms. But I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be on the rise in the next few years. So, we're going to talk more about pleasure. I promise you that. We're going to our third commercial break. So you're listening to Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at melissayelenich.com. Now back to the program. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. You're here. You're here with me, so you're a pleasure seeker. So congratulations. You have a new title. Hello. I'm a pleasure seeker. Are you a pleasure seeker? No. Wouldn't that be fun if you could just walk around and, and say to people, oh, hello, I'm a pleasure seeker. Are you a pleasure seeker? And I think having like a strange accent that goes with it that's unidentifiable that could be from 20 different places can help because then you become curious. You're like a curiosity. Where is that person from? They're a pleasure seeker. What does that mean? So, so how fun would it be um, to my senior friends up there to just walk around inviting yourself to tell everybody you're a pleasure seeker? What a riot. We're going to create a revolution of pleasure-seeking seniors. Pleasure-seeking seniors. I feel like I should have a banner, and we're going to march in a parade, and I'm going to lead you guys in a parade of pleasure-seeking seniors. It's going to be wicked. It's going to be off charts, hilarious, and amazing. So definitely, definitely join in the pleasure-seeking seniors adventure. Now, one of the things I just want to recap for you guys, because I know I've given a lot of information in this show, (laughs) and one of the the things that I'd like to recap is explore your body, because your body's your body, and if you've always been told that that's not cool, hmm, Maybe now's the time to change that and start to explore your body. Your body knows stuff. You might have pleasure zones in your body you didn't even know about. Your belly button might be like a zone of eroticness you never even knew about. Explore your partner's bodies. But remember, first explore yours. Explore your partner's bodies. And I put that as a plural partners because I'd like to see you have more than one playmate, but I'd also like to see you being safe about it, as in wise and protected and all that fun. (laughs) So please look after your bodies if you're going to be following these instructions. Also, I invite you to explore your desires and fantasies. Why the hell not? What have you got to lose? You know, if you're like 60, 70, 80, and you've always had a deep desire for kink and you've never tried it, and all you want to do is get that gimp suit and just like have fun with it, or you're like, bring on the dildo and give it to me in the a-hole. Like, if you just want to have fun and you just don't even know how to say it, what have you got to lose? You know the cool thing about being senior, and my great-grandma used to use this to her advantage all the time. She would blame it on her age. My great-grandma would trip people up with her cane, and then she would go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. It must have been my eyes. But she'd do it on purpose all the time. So, do your big asks. What have you got to lose? And if somebody is like, what? Just blame it on senility because you can. You're just like, sorry, I'm senile. I don't know why I asked for a giant dildo in my anus, and I don't know why I was asking to be filmed for that. I'm not sure. I was losing my mind. I must be senile. So whenever somebody says no to you, blame it on senility and go to this person. I think you guys are in the ideal position to actually get what you like because no matter what, rejection, you can blame it on senility and go to the next. Just move on. Don't worry about no's. Forget it. Make up an excuse. I'm senile. It's done. So so definitely go for your big asks. What are your crazy fantasies and desires that you've never explored? What are things that you would like to do that you've never tried? Ooh, good times. Ugh, so many. I can feel so many are just like brewing in there. Bring them up to the surface. Remember a few things. Bust free from all the bullshit you were fed about what's right and appropriate. It's all bullshit, and you guys know it. You guys know bullshit from a mile away. You can smell bullshit on teenagers. You can smell bullshit on everybody else. So you can definitely smell bullshit when it comes to lies about sexuality and sex. So acknowledge that you can smell that, and, well, that was bullshit. I know that. Okay, cool. I can go have fun now. 
So what else have we got? We've also got, um, well, why not, while we're at it, um, if we're going to bust free from all the bullshit, why not just go to extremes and get some toys, too? Buy some toys uh, just for fun, you know, all kinds of toys. Sex swings for seniors. I don't know if they exist, but I think there's a category where they can make some better ones because the ones that are out there right now that I have one, and I'm not a fan of it. It kind of hurts, and it's also made for small Japanese women, and I'm not that. I'm like a tall white woman with a big ass not suited for my bum. So I think we need an adjustment in the sexy swings, and so we could have sexy swings for seniors as well. Also can double to help you get out of bed. Why not? It can also make it just easier for access to body parts. Like I think we're looking at a practical approach to, to these things. And also adding in stuff like lube because it's practical. You know, investing in lube stocks is a good way to go. So water-based lubes, always a good way to go. If you guys are looking for toys and lubes and you don't know what to get, you can always contact me because I love talking sex toys and I can connect you with some really great quality ones. Um, I have some links on Inspired Choices Network that go direct to a sex toy site in the U.S. and in Canada that I'm affiliated with and I'm a huge fan of those, so definitely try those out. And don't be shy. Don't be shy. Give me a call. Let's talk about sex toys. And what else can I say? Well, don't also buy the lie that sex is the same when you're 20 and when you're 60. Sex changes. Thank God. Because sex when I was 20 was pretty fast and vigorous and not a lot of loving going on. And I'm so glad that sex has changed in my 40s. And I'm like looking forward to what sex is going to be like in my 60s. If sex just keeps getting better... I'm like really excited to see where it's going. So remember to keep asking, how's it get any better than that? How's it get any sexier than this? How's it get any more delicious and pleasurable than this? That's what I want to know. And seniors, protected sex all the way. Remember that because you are the number one rising group for STDs and STIs. So don't be silly, but cover your willy. Actually, I should write it like that. Don't be silly, cover your willy. And um, yeah, that's my rhyme of the night. I have a little bit more information, but... Um, I just want you guys to be really daring, have a lot of fun, and whatever whatever it is, um, don't avoid your pleasure, because your pleasure is what you got, it's what you got left, and no matter what, you can always blame it on senility, we know that, right? So I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to me, if you want to contact me, you can find me on my website at com. you can message me there, and we can chat, have a great week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Jelanić will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.